Well, hello, my beautiful sisters. How are you today? I am Tawanta J, and this is my first broadcast, and I am so excited to be a part of the podcast crew or the podcast family. <laughs> um, I am totally um, in awe of you know, of stepping out of my comfort zone and, you know, um, trying something that, you know, I've been wanting to do for quite some time. And uh, so I just wanted to, you know, uh, come on here and, you know, start a new platform that will pretty much be something I believe that a lot of sisters out there really would, you know, would, um, would enjoy and uh, get a lot out of and really feel that somebody understands and they get it, they gets it, right? And so uh, first, let me introduce myself again. I am Tawanta Davis-Jones, but I like to be called Tawanta J. And I am a wife. I am a mom. I've been a stay-at-home mom for 16 years. Yeah, man, 16 years. And I have two beautiful daughters. They're both teenagers, 16 and 13. My youngest just turned 13 uh, this past week. So, wow, I can't believe my baby girl is growing up, you know, and um, all you moms out there, <clears throat> for those of you who has, uh, who has little ones, I'm telling you, enjoy them while they are, while they are small and young. Because I'm telling you, man, before you know it, they're going to be teenagers. And next thing you know, they'll be getting ready to go to college <laughs> like my oldest daughter. So, you know, she has two more years, of course, but it's not a long time before you know it. It is going to it's going to be time to, you know, drive her or just, you know, ship her out of state, you know, for her to start uh, her new her new life. Right. As a brand new college student. Um, but prior to being prior to motherhood and being married, you know, I, um, you know, studied music. So music is my love, it's my passion, it's my gift and all those things. And I, of course, I started singing in the church and uh, that's been my, my uh, training for most of my life. But then when I got to college, I found out that I had the gift of singing classical music. And so, of course, I studied uh, performance, uh, performance art, sorry. And, um, you know, I, I received my degree in that field. And of course, I was fortunate and blessed to travel um, around the world and overseas and to perform, you know, and uh, with um, choirs, um, including the choirs, uh, the school that I attended, grad, um, undergrad, as well as grad. And uh, it was just a phenomenal experience, of course, at that time of my life. And, um, you know, like I said, I love music of all genres, of all different uh, levels, you know, gospel, jazz, R&B, pop, you name it. I'm, I love my music. And what's so funny to say is that, to say is that, um, you know, I was working on coming on uh, the day before and I was trying to, you know, come up with a cool intro, you know, adding some music in the background and all that, you know, to start off my program and all those things. And, you know, and I'm, and, you know, I'm still considering and doing that, you know, and also trying to find that perfect sound or perfect melody that pretty much coincide with, um, you know, with the title of, you know, of my uh, broadcast. And, uh, so, you know, I said, you know what, I'm, I'm, 
I'm going to just wait a little bit because as a musician and any of you, any of you who are musicians, you know, we are so, you know, like we like perfectionists, right? We want everything to be done right and accordingly, right? Um, and I did not want to put myself through that stress and strain, <laughs> you know? So I said, you know what? I'm just going to just keep it, just leave it alone for a minute, right? And not get all crazy with it and just come on here being myself. And I mean, that is being me. Like I said, I'm a music lover, but just to come on here and just be me and not, you know, worry about crossing all my T's and dotting all my I's and, you know, try to act like, you know, I got this all together because I really, really don't because this is my first time really tapping into the podcast world. Right. And so, you know, everything is a process. Everything you do is a process. And if you notice the title of this uh, episode, it is called Taking the Limits Off. Taking that limits off, man. Um, and I and I am a true testament of that because as I said before in the beginning of this ep- of this broadcast, that um, you know, I I had the desire of starting um, you know, doing the po- podcast. But, you know, I was kind of curious and reluctant at the, at the, at that time. And it was like over about a year ago, I would say at least a year. And, you know, um, I noticed the app on my phone. And if you ever have noticed, um, you know, when you get a brand new phone, um, and I have Apple, by the way, and if you get a brand new phone, you know, most of the apps are already downloaded already for you. And of course that the podcast app was already downloaded and, you know, I saw it and I, you know, was kind of curious as what it was. And, you know, it has, you know, it has the little mic symbol or whatever. And at first, you know, I, you know, I'm like kind of crazy now. You're like, what is that? It looked like an alarm sound or something. And, you know, <laughs> I'm just like, I don't want to touch it because I don't want to start nothing or anything like that, you know. Um, but after a while, as time passed on or what have you, you know, I have I came across a couple of people that I was listening to, you know, uh, through television or what have you and how they connect through uh, various uh, platforms, you know, like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all of that, but, uh, also through podcasting. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm like, well, you know, I need to check that out, you know, and see what this podcast thing is all about. And so eventually I did, I tapped on it and, you know, and I was like, Ooh, what is this? You know? And then I came across, you know, all the different categories that was available and, you know, I was just, you know, surfing around, basically, just being nosy, yeah, <laughs> just being nosy. And just to see, you know, you know, what was there, something that would pique my interest. And of course, music was one. And then, of course, I was looking more in the social uh, category, you know, as being a wife, a mom, or, you know, a woman of faith, you know, um, all of those things. <clears throat> and so I did come across... Um, one particular uh, uh, broadcast, uh, I can't remember her name, but I believe she's still active today. And I just went on ahead to, you know, I clicked on her very first episode because I wanted to hear her. I wanted to, you know, hear her story, how, she, you know, um, how she felt starting her first podcast, right? And, you know, I was listening intently and everything. And then I went on ahead and I tapped on another uh, broadcast just, you know, just to 
hear their version of them coming out for the first time, you know, uh, starting their broadcast. And so, you know, I was pretty much doing my research, you know, doing my research, doing my, my own investigation, if you will. (laughs) And, you know, I was like, okay, okay, I think I could do this. I think I can, you know, put my little two cents in here or whatever. And, um, I realized too, also that, you know, while I was surfing around, I really didn't see anything that really appealed to my, my, uh, interest or what I love to do. And that is really, I love to mentor. I love to motivate. I love to inspire. I love to encourage and enrich, you know, women and to remind them, to remind them that they are special, that they are valuable, that they are royalty and that, you know, that God has given them a powerful gift and and powerful talents and, and that, you know, wherever they are right now in their life, wherever they are right now, that is not too late to tap into their purpose. It's not too late to, to start off and, you know, and, you know, living, living in their dream, living in that moment. But a lot of us are, you know, are, limited we limit ourselves i would say from fear and fear is the number one culprit and lord knows <laughs> i could talk about fear because fear was my lover fear was my friend fear was my roommate fear was my cooking partner fear was everything to me yeah fear fear was my true abuser and I could tell you from experience how fear can truly entrap you, keep you isolated, even though fear tells you that, you know, stay here. Uh, I'm going to protect you. I'm going to cover you. You know, this is not your season yet, or this is not your time to start your business. This is not your time to write your book or what have you. I want you to stay because you remember when you did the last time, you remember two years ago, you, you said, okay, I'm going to go ahead and invest some money and start my business. I'm going to invest some money and start this program. And you know, you may receive a little bit of support, but it wasn't as what you expected. And you know, you lost more money and people didn't support you. This, that, you know, fear will manipulate, will twist, you know, the whole, will twist the truth and have you to believe that you're, you know, you're not qualified or you're not valuable enough, or you don't have the accreditation, you know, you don't have the skills or, you know, you didn't finish college. So you really don't know what you're talking about and, you know, and all those things. So fear would throw all those things to you and tell you that you need to stay in your lane. You need to stay in your, in your, in your, in your comfort zone. You need to stay on the sidelines while everybody else, your friends, your, your, your neighbors or just people in general start, you know, are living their life. You sitting on the sidelines and you just waiting for somebody to notice you, or you waiting for somebody to, you know, to pull you by the hand and say, come on, I take you there. I take you to your destiny. I take you to, you know, (laughs) to where you need to go. But I, but honestly, you just, you're just waiting for the inevitable. You're just waiting for the inevitable. I mean, even God is not going to, you know, pull you out, out of your rut. You have to be the one to make that decision to step out on faith and not by sight and not by, you know, leaning on your senses, not just by what you see, but also by what you hear. Because a lot of us, you know, um, are behind our own prison walls based on what we have heard through those 
people through those individuals and, and those individuals and those people, honey, they're right there in your circle. It's not so much about, it's not so much the strangers, right? Or the people who you don't associate with on a daily basis. It's your own people. It's your family, right? It's your spouse. For those of you who are married, right? You shared your ideas. You share your dreams. You, you know, you're like, oh, this is something I've always dreamt about. Something I've always wanted to do before I got married or before I had children or what have you. And then when you share that, you know, they listen and they're like, well, okay, I understand, you know, and that sounds good and all, but babe, what about, what about taking care of the kids? What about taking care of the home? Uh, you know, do you think it's the right time? I mean, you know, it's been years since you've been, you know, since you've been out of school. It's been years since you you know, been out of the workforce and, you know, a lot has changed over a decade. You know, a lot has changed, you know, 10 years, you know, five years ago, you know, you think it's a good time for you to come, you know, to start your business or to start writing a book. I mean, you got so much going on in the house, you know what I mean? And when you hear those things, you know, when you hear that, that will, um, stop you. You know, you, you still try to, um, you know, speak your case, if you will, or have them to start, you know, look at your point of view, but sometimes, you know, it's hard to look at that, have them to look at your point of view because they're wearing a different lens. They're wearing different lenses, sweetheart. So you, you know, you are just, you know, wasting a lot of time and energy because they will not see what God has allowed you to see. Okay. And I know for some of you sisters out there, you're probably dealing with that right now. Some of you probably had an argument with your husband or you've been, you know, debating with your mom or your dad or someone close to you. And they have been putting the hand up and they say, nope, 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 nope. This is not the time. We cannot afford it. You know, you need to be home with the kids right now. They need you. I need you. No, you know, you know what? You you, you need to be that stay at home wife. Like you said, you're going to be, you know, this is keeping you busy. You know, the kids keep you busy. You don't have time to do this. You don't have time to do that and all those things. Right. So, you know, you hearing all of that and you trying your best to get them to understand. I look, this is something that I want to do for very long time, ever since I was 18, ever since I was 23, ever since I was 32, you know, and now I I'm, I feel that this is my time. This is my moment. This is my season, you know, and you keep on, you know, uh, defending, you know, um, and fighting for them to truly get it, but they won't get it because they can't see what you can see. And you know what? That is okay. That is okay, my love. That is okay. Because you know what? You don't need a whole lot of people in, in the place of where God has taken you. Because they're nothing but distractors. Nothing but distractors. Plain as simple. <laughs> nothing but distractors. And you know I'm right. Because, you know, your husband will you know, will call up and say, babe, um, um, I need your help because, you know, you know, your, you know, your kids, you know, they, they acting funny or, you know, I don't know how to deal with this and this, that, or whatever. And yet you're in the middle of, you know, talking, you know, sharing your goals, your dreams, or you're in the middle of writing your first chapter of your, of your brand new book, or, you know, you, you're in the middle of doing something. But then you get an interruption, you get a distraction from your spouse or from your kids or from your or from your relatives or from your job or what have you. And, you know, of course, you want to put your dreams again on hold or to the side to take care of 
family. Now, I'm not saying family's not important, and I'm not saying that you're supposed to put your family before your 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 work or your dream career or what have you. But listen, if you have someone in your life whom you have invested and supported and you sacrifice your time for them, why can't they do the same thing for you? I'm just saying, I'm just saying, why can't they do the same thing for you? You went on ahead and sacrificed your time. You went on ahead and you, you may not, you may not have understood your, your husband's dreams or his ideas or his goals or plans, but you saw in his eyes, the intent you saw in his eyes, the passion, the excitement, the compassion of what he wanted to pursue. And you just said, okay, babe, you know what? I got you, you know, I got you. I will support you, right? 100%, right? And you was there. You were there. You were there and you you stuck by him through thick and thin, <laughs> right? But when it's your time, when you are ready to step out, when you are ready to go ahead and start your, your business, start your book or whatever it is, then it becomes a problem. He's not there to support you. He's not willing to support you. You know, he comes with all kinds of excuses or distractions, if you will, you know, just to have you not think about, you know, in that, not thinking about your, your goals or your dreams, you know, get you to the point to, you know, eventually say, well, you know what? I mean, I, I don't need to do this. I mean, because I see my family needs me. I see my husband needs me. I see my kids need me. And, you know, I just need to just, I think I just might as well just put this away and wait until you know, when my kids go to college and God knows how old are your children? Think about that. If your kids are less than 10 years old, honey, you got, you got a while to go. Okay. <laughs> if the oldest, if the oldest is like 10 years old and everybody else is under that age, you got a while to go before they get to college. Right. And tomorrow is not promised to me. It's not promised to you. It's not promised to anybody. And you have put, you have put on hold your dreams on hold for how many years, for how long, right? And if God has been tapping, if he's been tapping, if he's been tapping at you, tapping at your heart, trying to get your attention, trying to tell you, hey, it's time for you to start this. When are you going to start your right? When are you going to start your book? When are you going to start that bakery? When are you going to start that cooking show? Or when are you going to start that ministry? He's still tapping, trying to get your attention. And if you've been, if that's been going on in your spirit for a minute, you know, you wake up thinking about it. You wake up with ideas, you know, you, you, uh, you mind your business, but then here comes a, here comes a thought. Here come, here you, you start daydreaming. And if you are like some of some sisters or even like me, you have your cute little book, your little journal book, or, you know, or some type of notebook near you, you immediately start to write down those ideas. You immediately start writing down your agenda, your goals or what have you, what you want to accomplish, right? You start doing those things, right? Because you know that this is powerful. This is, this is, this is excellent. This is great. Because if you don't write it down, <laughs> if you don't write it down, guess what? You probably will forget like me. Okay. Um, but if that's the case, if that's what's been going on for some of you ladies, you know, and you know, it's even more stronger than before that, that tap starts to become a knock. You hear that? Yeah. That tap start, starts to become a knock. 
So you, you feel the pressure in you, right? You feel the pressure now. You know this is, you know in your knower, <laughs> as the folks down in, back home down, you know, in the church, they say, you know when you're Noah, right, that God is tapping in you, tapping on you, and he's trying to get your attention to, to let you know, hey, when are you going to start this? When are you going to go ahead and, and, and start your ministry? When are you going to go ahead and start your, your music ministry? When are you going to go ahead and start your mentoring program or what have you? And that's when you go forth and said, I'm going to make it happen. But as soon as you do, then somebody stops you. And that's normally the people in your inner circle, right? And so I have been there, done that many, many, many times, many, many times. And I tell you right now, my darlings, that fear will kill your dreams. Fear will do that because that's what it is. Fear will kill, steal, and destroy your dreams, your goals, right? Your vision, your ideas. Because you are standing in a place, there is no growth, there is no, no value, there's nothing coming into you, right? Meaning that there is nobody's throwing, not giving you any knowledge, nobody's giving you any uh, support because you put yourself in lockdown. You put yourself behind the curtain or behind the scenes, right? You know, and that's what fear wants. Fear wants to keep you isolated, Fear wants to keep you isolated. And why, why is that? Why is that? Because fear is afraid of your power. Fear is afraid of your power. And I know that may sound kind of crazy, but it's the truth. Why would fear do all what it does? Why would fear go through so much to keep you on lockdown, to keep you in, in, your, in your prison of depression. Why would fear go through this? Because fear knows your power. Fear knows your power better than you. And that's why, that's why he's trying to keep you isolated because he doesn't want you to know how powerful you really are, how powerful your ministry is, how powerful your gifts are, your talents are. And some of you, some of you have already experienced your, the, the power of your gifts and talents. You have already seen how it truly blessed the people you know, that, that, that experienced your gifts. You already know. People have already told you, girl, that's a beautiful gift you got. Ooh, sister girl, you need to go ahead and do something with that. Okay? I'm pretty sure some of you have already tapped in it a long time ago. Right? And, you know, it happens. We get, in, we get into our groove, we get into our talents and our gifts and what have you, and then life happens, right? Some of us, you know, chose to get married, you know, to start a brand new season in their life or whatever, and, and then some got, you know, had, got pregnant, got kids, you know, and you wanted to dedicate your time, you know, uh, in your new life, uh, being a new wife and being a new mom or what have you, and that's understandable. I get that, right? But now you have that itch, as they say, you know, where you, you know, you're getting that knock and then eventually it, you know, that tapping and then eventually turns to that knock, right? And you know, now it's like, yeah, it's time. It's time. It's time for me to, to go ahead and make this thing happen. But then 
But then you have people in your life, in your inner circle that are comfortable uh, where you are. They don't want you to go outside of that, right? Especially with your spouse. And I'm not saying all men are like this, but most men are, right? Because they were trained, you know, as they were young boys growing up, they, they were trained to be the providers to the point that the wife don't need to work. And yeah, even though it's 2018, but you know what? <laughs> you still have couples that are living that type of mindset. They are living that way where the husband believed that, you know, I do all the provision, all the providing, you know, and all of those things. So you don't need to do anything except, you know, take care of the home, take care of the home, take care of the kids, make sure the home is good and, and, and it's clean and this, that, or whatever. Make sure the food is prepped and ready, you know, all of that. And there are wives that are living that life. And in and, and their perception, they think that is all they are created to do is to be a wife and to be a mom and to take care of the home front. And that is so far, that is so far from the truth. You know, you can be a phenomenal wife and you can be a phenomenal mom and you can take care of your home while at the same time you can dominate. Okay. You can build your empire, Right. You can work towards your seven streams of income, meaning that every, every seven, every stream is a, is a, is a brand new business, right? It's a, a brand new business, a brand new uh, program or whatever. You have the ability to be a multitasking, dominating, powerful woman while taking care of the kids, while taking care of your home, while taking care of your man. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, God created us women, you know, as a power house. We are multi-talented. We are multi-gifted. Okay. And we know how to handle it. We are one, we, you know what? We are so, so intelligent and so smart and so creative that we really can, we can really outwit the men. And I don't mean in a bad way, but I'm just saying, because you know, the song by James Brown, you know, this is a man's world, right? This is a man's world. Cause if you really look through the history, you know, mostly it was the men that pretty much, you know, dominated, you know, and helped this, help the, you know, the world to be where it is today, right? Uh, but hello, you know, women, God created the women for a purpose and a reason, not just to be producers, not to reproduce, okay? Not just to cook and clean, but to also to dominate, to also to showcase their gifts, their ministry, their talents, their skills, their qualifications. And there are a lot of men who are intimidated by the power of, of what you have. They're intimidated by, by women. It's not about being jealous. It's just being intimidated of their power, which they should not be, of course, because God has given them power as well. Every one of us has power in, inside of us. And a lot of times we tend to forget that. But yes, God has already equipped us with more than enough to go ahead and get ourselves out there and to start our business, to start our dreams, to start living on purpose. 
And ladies, this is the time you need to start taking the limits off. This is the time that you need to do this because I truly believe that 2018 is the year for women to dominate, to win, and to reach their maximum potential to greatness. And it's already happening, man. It's already happening. If you have not been paying attention to the news, if you have not been paying attention in your surroundings or in your community, I'm telling you, women are already taking over. They're already, honey, they're already sitting large, baby, okay? And, and this is just the beginning. It's not, even, it's not even half of the year. It's not even six months. It's, this is the second month of a brand new year. And already there are women taking over and they are dominating. And listen, and these are not women that's, you know, in the corporate world. These are not women, you know, that's been working with, you know, working with a Fortune 500 company. No, these are women that are like you and that are like me. Women that, you know, are housewives, stay-at-home moms, working outside the home, working in a nine-to-five job, taking care of the kids, you know, try to, you know, pay the bills, all of those things. These are women who are like us that do that also have dreams that has goals you know that wants to be successful they are these are women who are just like us once upon a time they probably did work a 9 to 5 job but they were missing out on the opportunities of seeing their babies grow up these were women who really you know at one point in time they enjoyed working nine to five. They enjoyed getting up early. They enjoyed getting to work and, you know, uh, uh, socializing and connecting and, you know, uh, putting their mind to putting their minds together with other colleagues and coming up with concepts and plans and, you know, all kinds of things. At one point in time, they were excited, but now they realize that all of this is not making them happy because they realize at the end of the day, they're not living on purpose. They're not living, they're not living in their worth. They're not really performing like they, like they want to. Because when you're working for someone else, you know, you limited. You are limited to really showcase your talents and your skills. Yet you are required based on your job qualification or occupation, your title or position. Yeah, you are, you are responsible to do what is required of you to do. But that's all you're going to be doing is what is what you, is what is what you are required to do. So you can't go beyond that. Even if you do, you know, your supervisor, your manager, your boss will be like, oh, okay, great. That's, you know, oh, oh we don't need that right now, you know. But I appreciate your input or I appreciate your advice, right? And then you may have some some you know crazy folk or people that will probably take your idea and they will steal it of course basically stealing your idea and you know let everybody you know think that it's their idea they came up with that concept they came up with that plan and it's really your idea but there's nothing you can do about that right but when you're working for a nine-to-five job in most cases you are very limited you cannot be able to exercise your true talents your gifts your skills right because you're not, you, you, they won't allow you to. But when you get home, you can go ahead and start showcasing all of your skills, you know, start, you know, performing all of those ideas, 
uh, the visions that you had and that you have written down in your journal book, you could go ahead and start performing that. You could go ahead and start planning that and start, you know, open up a new company or whatever you want to do. But here's the limit. Fear. Fear stops you. Fear stops you. People stops you. You look at your finances. You look at the lack of resources. And then you put yourself down and you say, you know what? Uh, This was just a waste of time. I'm not even going to bother. You know, I'm not even going to bother. And then what makes it worse, you probably Google. You probably Google to see how many people have started their business or how many people started what you are, you know, considering or doing. And then you hear their, or you read their testimony, right? You either read it or you hear and you you know, you, you, um, you get discouraged based on what they experienced because some of them will say like, Oh yeah, I thought this was the, I thought this was for me. I thought this was the moment, the time and season. And I invested a lot of money. I, I got started and you know, but it, it turned out fine for the moment. And eventually, you know, all hell broke loose. And, you know, I, I not only did I lose the money, but I also, you know, lost my home or this, that or whatever. And I should have listened to my spouse or I should have listened to my family, blah, 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 blah. And then you go ahead and take that and you start, uh, you know, uh, meditating on that. And then you go ahead and say, well, you know what? I don't think I want to take this risk because my husband said not to. Or my parents said, you know, you should just leave it alone, dear. Right? And I know that's not everybody. That's not all of my sisters that are listening. But I know there are a few out there. I know that there are some out there that have experienced what I'm talking about. And you're probably still dealing with it now. But let me tell you something. Are you happy? Are you truly, 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 I mean, in the pit of your core, are you happy of making the decision of not? tap it into your purpose because if you know you're not happy if you know you're not then you need to you need to make a change where you are right now that's just a cover-up that's just a cover-up of the pain that you're feeling every day some of you wish you could go back in time and just change your answer some of you wish that you could just go back and just start you know and live your dream And I know that because, yeah, I did that too. I did that too. I wish I could go back in time. I wish I could go back to my my sophomore year in college and, and, you know, change my decision from switching my major from music education to vocal performance. You know, and my professors at that time told me then, told me then, Tawanta, you may want to reconsider this, but I didn't want to listen to that. I didn't want to listen. I said, no, I'm going to change it. Because, I, I, you know, I, first of all, I didn't want to take no foreign classes. And what was so crazy of me at that time. Because being as though I was changing my major from music education to, to vocal performance, I had to take, uh, you know, uh, foreign classes anyway. <laughs> my mind at that time was just not right. Okay. It was just so a little bit off base. <laughs> you know. But I understand some of you ladies where you are going back in the past you're going back in time in your mind in your memory and you remember that moment when you made the decision and you regret it to this day you regret it to this day 
You had arguments after arguments after arguments with your spouse. And you regret it to this day that you should stick to your guns. You should not have just, you know, just succumb to his, his quote unquote threats or, you know, his, his ignorant, you know, answers or whatever. You should have still stand still and on and, 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 you know, stand with confidence, I would say, and say, you know what? You do what you do, but I'm going to go ahead and do what I got to do. And I'm going to live my life on purpose. So if he decide he's going to go ahead and leave, well, then leave. If he decide he, you know, he's going to be mad at you for the whole weekend or the whole week, then be mad. Because you, 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 you happy right now. Okay. You happy right now because you've made the decision to go ahead and start living on purpose. You start to take those limits off because you realize that those limits are doing nothing to you but causing you more grief, causing you more uh, more uh, harm to you emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually. It's not doing anything for you, not whatsoever. So ladies, you need to take the limits off. It is time. This is your moment. This is your season. Again, if you've been getting this tapping and, and then eventually it starts to get aggressive, and it becomes a knock. Oh yeah, that's that's pressure. That's pressure inside of you. It's like, of course, for us moms, you know, when we're at that in our third trimester and we're within a week close of giving birth, we can feel the pressure. We feel the pressure of that baby. And then we start to feel those contractions, right? We start feeling those contractions and it's, it's that pressure. And you know, it's time, it's time. It's time to have this baby. You wanna push, but you can't push, but you know it's time and you are ready. Now, of course, you think you're ready to push the baby, but you know, you, you still got ways to go. You got ways to go, but you, need, you gotta be patient. But in the meantime, the preparation, you know, the preparation is being set. Right, because you want to have you want you want to have a healthy delivery. You want everything to go out fine. You don't want to you don't want to push too soon. And there are some of you right now. You are spiritually pregnant. You are ready to give birth to your dreams because that knocking is becoming so intense that you are you are so ready to push. You like, oh my God, I'm so ready. I I got to I got to get this thing out of me because if I if I sit another day or another week or if I let another month or another year go by, oh my goodness, I don't know what I don't know what I do. And there are some of you right now where you are at that moment, at that verge of giving birth to your dreams, giving birth to, to, to your purpose. And my sisters, let me tell you something that, that is the time when you need to push. That is the time when you need to go ahead and scream it out. That is the time when you need to go ahead and say, I'm going to do this thing. I don't care what nobody say. I don't care how, I don't care what I look like. Okay. You know, when you give him, when you about to have that baby, you don't care who, who looking at you in that room. Okay. Cause you, you ready to give birth. You ready to have that baby. So you can look kind of crazy all you want to, but at that state right there, at that sensitive time, that fragile time of your life, you ready to give, you ready to push that baby. So likewise, you know, it's time for you to go ahead and give birth to your dreams to start walking in your purpose. You, You don't care who is on your side. You don't care who's supporting you or not. 
The bottom line is you should know that God got your back because he's the one that's been tapping. He's the one that's been knocking in your heart, knocking at your heart and trying to get your attention to tell you, when are you going to move? When are you going to move? When are you going to push? When are you getting ready? When are you want to give birth? When? When? And there are a lot of you right now where you are really uncomfortable and you're trying to be comfortable, but you're not. Because that dream, that vision, those ideas are pressing. They are pressing. That pressure is, is right there and you are about to burst. And so, my dears, it is time to take the limits off. It is time to be free. It is time to just be happy and live in your life. It doesn't, and don't worry about your family. Don't worry about your spouse. Don't worry about your, your, your ride or die sister friend. Don't worry about those people. Don't worry about those haters. Because listen to me, listen to me. Those people who are giving their little two cents, those people who are telling you that, you know, you don't have the skills or you don't have the credentials or you don't have the qualifications and this, that, or whatever. If they, those people who are telling you this stuff, what are they doing? What are they doing with their life right now? Including your spouse. I'm, I mean, really think about it. What, what are they doing? Okay, because if they're still in the same position, in the same spot, for the last five years or longer, they need to shut up. It's just that simple. I said it, they need to be quiet. Because they cannot tell you something that they have not experienced themselves. If they have tapped into their ministry, if they have tapped into their greatness, trust me, they will be on the same team with you on the support team and say, girlfriend, go ahead and do this. Baby, do this. Cause I know what you're talking about. We could have a church service right about now. Cause I could tell you, I know what you're feeling. I know about that push. I know about that pressure. Trust me when I tell you. So it, I mean, if they cannot say that, they don't need to say anything else to you. Don't give your power away to people that's going to waste it. Don't give your power away. God gave you that. God gave you that power. And it's time for you to exercise that power. As I said before, fear is afraid of you because fear knows your power. The enemy knows your power and he's afraid of it. And you right there, you should be like, well, oh, oh, it's like that. It's like that. Yeah, it's like that. Because you are a child of the king. You are a child of the most high. Come on, somebody. You are. And listen, I know that some of you sisters may not know who God is. I understand that, my love. But God knows who you are. (laughs) Come on now. He knows who you are. And whether you know him or not, he knows what he's put in you. And what he has put in you is a powerful ministry that can truly impact the lives of millions, of millions of people. And don't be afraid of your gifts, ladies. Don't be afraid of your ministry. Don't compare yourself to other people's gifts because there are a lot of you are doing that right now. You know, as I said before, some of you have already tapped into your ministry, your purpose, your gifts. Some of you already done that. 
right? You started out and you enjoyed it and what have you, right? But things happen in life. And now that you're considering or thinking about getting back into it, now you are comparing yourselves to other women out there that are that has the similar uh, style of gifts that you may have. So for instance, you know, maybe you are a writer. You love to write books. You like to write short stories. You, you, you know, you, you have a good, you have a great uh, gift in writing skills, right? But you compare yourself with a, a Arthur or with a famous female writer and you see how her life is just expanding. You see how people are just indulging in her, in her gift and her books and her storytelling, right? And you just like, wow, how I wish I could have that. How I wish I could be able to be where she is right now. You know, you, you look at her life as if she didn't have a struggle. You look at her life as if she didn't have, you know, a doubt moment in her life. You look at her life as if she had everything thrown to her. You know, that she didn't have to worry about money. She didn't have to worry about, you know, uh, signing, you know, uh, working with other publishers or trying to find a decent publisher, someone that will really support her, her dreams and not abuse or take advantage of her gifts. You, I mean, you look at her life as if it was picture perfect. On the outside, it may look that way, but behind the scenes, I guarantee you, girlfriend will tell you her story and it's not even written in a book yet. She would tell you some hardship stuff, honey, that will have you crying, that it could be a motion picture movie, okay? She could tell you some things that will make you put yourself in your humble seat. So you need to stop comparing your gifts with another woman's gift. You may have the same gift, but y'all all have a different purpose for that gift. You have a different walk, like she has a different walk. You have people that God has planted just for you, just like God has planted people just for that woman. And even though you're both are writers, even though both of you have the, you know, are nonfiction writers or whatever, yet your, yet your purpose is different. Your, your, your gift is different. It's similar, but it's still different. Okay. Your style is different. Your mindset, your creativity is different. Likewise, me being a musician, and I know what I'm talking about because I used to do that. I used to compare myself, how I wish I could sound like Yolanda Adams, how I wish I could sound like Leontine Price and all these other great, phenomenal, powerful women. But God had to get on me on that. And like, look, if I wanted you to sound like Yolanda, if I wanted you to sound like Leontine, I would have given you that voice. But that's not how I created you to be a copycat. Come on now. To be a copycat. You are an originator. When God created you, he created one of a kind. Even if you are a twin, if you are a triplet or a quad, you still your own woman. You see what I'm saying? You feeling me, sisters? You are your own woman. So you need to stop that. Stop comparing yourself because that, that, that's disrespecting God. Because God, when he created you, he thought of you. He knew instantly what he was going to incorporate in you. He knew automatically what he was going to put in you. So he didn't make a mistake. He did not forget to add a special technique like you see your sister friend has. Oh no, he didn't forget nothing. What he made, what he put inside of you was perfect. And it was a perfect will, his will, not your will. 
See, our will is, is, is iffy, iffy. Our will is not set in stone because one minute our mood is fine. The next minute our mood is rough, right? We go back and forth. You know, we, we, we're not, we, we don't, we don't, uh, stand still. God's will is perfect all the time, every day, all day. And what he has is perfect for us. He said, I have the plans set for your life, plans to bless you, plans to bless you, not to what hurt you. See, people hurt. People will hurt you. Their words will hurt you. But God said, I made these plans for you. These plans I created for you. These plans that I instilled for you. These plans to bless you, to take you to a higher level, to take you to a place that you never ever thought in your wildest dreams that you would ever tap foot into. Going to another country, going to another island, or having dinner with one of the high dignitaries across the world. You don't know what God has set for your life, but you would never know if you stay in your little, in your little huddle. You would never know. It's time to take the limits off, my sisters. It's time to say enough is enough. And I don't care who is on my side. But more importantly, God is on my side. I really don't care after that. To be truthful and honest, I really don't care. Because sometimes, babes, let me tell you something, sisters. Let me tell you something. Sometimes it's just better just to have you and God anyway. Because you don't need all that extra extra um, uh, people in your life. You don't need all them people up in there. Because all they're going to do is just cause distraction. And the trip is going to be a long trip. And not everybody is all about, you know, longevity. People don't have the type of patience to travel a long trip. Okay. Some people will get tired real quick. They say, yeah, I got your back, girl. I support you. But yeah, here comes the challenge. Here comes some hard times. Here comes some, here come a dry spell. You may not have good sales or whatever the case may be. And then eventually the person that's supposed to have supported you or been with you from thick and thin, they're eventually going to trail off and they'll be like, you know what? I, I, I need to, I need to find something else to do because I, you know, I, I, I can't continue to, to, to do this. You know, I, I mean, yeah, I love, what, I love you. I love you. I love what you do. I love your stuff, but I, I gotta, I gotta find something else, you know? And I know that may have hurt you for some of you or what have you, but you got to let that go, Shugs. You got to let that go, boo. You got to let it go. Because see, guess what? God is still right there by your side. He said he would never leave you. He would never forsake you. He is right there to the very end. And whatever you need, whatever you need, he said, ask in his name. Ask in his name. And he will supply your needs, but you got to seek his kingdom first. You got to do that. Make God your partner, guys. Make God your partner. Make him your, 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 uh, connector, your advisor, make him your coach. Now I'm not saying the people in your life, those coach, those mentors, you know, that they are not a value to you because God places people in your life for a season and for a purpose. Okay, so I'm not knocking that, but overall, the numero uno, eh, eh, God, our Father, He should be number one on the list all times. Because those coaches, those mentors, those advisors, those those friends, they're not gonna be there always. 
they're not. But God will be there with you from the beginning to the end. And he's there to help you. He's there to guide you. He's there to support you. He wants you to win. He wants you to accelerate. He wants you to prosper. God takes great joy when his children prosper. And, I'm, and, 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 and it doesn't mean about being filthy rich. Prosperous is not about being rich. That's one portion of the pie. But prospering meaning that your, your life is great. Your health is great. Your family's doing well. Your finances is doing well. Your businesses is doing well. I mean, that's what prospering is all about. That's what, you know, rich is all about. And if you have a pie, but it's not whole, then that's, what you need to ask God to help you fulfill in those areas, in those areas, ladies. And right now, a lot of you are in this position where you are in your huddle or you in that dark place, you in your comfort zone, but you are not happy. You're not whole because you're not living your life on purpose. It's time for you today. Those of you who are listening to me, make the decision right now and take those limits off. Take it off. Take off those shackles. Take off those chains. Take off the words of people that were speaking nothing but death to you. And I don't mean like death like you die, but death as far as your dreams dying. Allow God's word to be your affirmation. Allow God's word to be your strength, your guide. Let God's word be your light. Let him direct your path. Because he knows exactly where to take you. He knows exactly where to put you. He knows exactly who the people that he had already assigned. He had already signed in your life. He knows exactly the perfect time when to bring those persons into your life. Now listen to this, ladies. Listen to this. This is coming from the book of James. Chapter 1, verse 17. Every good gift... And every perfect, free, large, full gift is from above. Is from above, ladies. It comes down from the Father of all that gives light in the shining of whom there can be no variation, rising or setting or shadow cast by his turning as in an eclipse. So every gift, every talent, every skills that you, my sister, has right now is from above. It's from him. It's from, it's from your heavenly father. So the people that, that are interjecting, that is telling you, no, this is not your time. No, it's not your place. No, you need to stay in your place. No, you need to stay home. They need to shut up. I'm keeping it real. They need to shut up. I'm just keeping it real, okay? Because God knows when the time is right for you to move. So if you're hearing this tapping, and if you're hearing this knocking, that is him trying to get your attention. That is him. That's what you're feeling right now in your, in your spirit. That's what you're feeling, that pressure. Like you're about to give birth. Like you're just about to just blow up, you know? <laughs> you're about to just like, okay, I just, I, I mean, I can't sit still because I'm feeling this vibe in me, man. And I, I'm, I'm just ready to just, you know, I may just go off and not in a negative way, but you're just ready to go and just, you know, burst out and just let the world see what you got. You know what I'm saying? 
And if that's where you are right now, my darlings, then you need to go ahead and make it happen. Give birth and be happy and be fulfilled. Start living your life on purpose. Start living your life to the fullest. Go ahead, ladies, and dominate. Go ahead and win and reach that maximum potential, your maximum potential. Okay? There's no limit. There's no limit to your dreams. There's no limit, ladies. The song No Limits by Israel Hooten, the gospel singer. Some of you are familiar with that song. Some of you, are, that's probably one of your favorite songs. So if you go back and listen to the words to that song, I guarantee you, you will have a whole different perspective of what that, what that, what that song really means. Because there's no limit to what God can do for you. And there should not be no limit to what you can do. But we put the limits on us and we allow people to put limits on us based on what they said, based on what we have heard, based on what we've seen, all of that. And it's time to stop it. It's time to just cut the, get the scissors and cut that, cut it off, cut it off, cut off the shackles, whatever. Do what you got to do, baby. But today is the day that you go ahead and say, you know what? I'm done. I'm going to go ahead and start my ministry. I'm going to go ahead and start my cooking business. I'm going to go ahead and start my mentoring program. I'm going to go ahead and go back to school and get my master's degree. I'm going to go ahead and start my daycare service. I'm going to go ahead and start my managing team. Whatever God has given you the skills, given you the gift, given you the ministry, whatever it is, you go ahead and do it. And don't worry about anybody else. Don't worry about anybody else at all. At all. So ladies, take the limits off. Take it off, my darlings. I guarantee you when you take it off, you're going to be free. You're going to be happy. And you just watch, just watch, just watch what God will do. He's going to take you places, man. Oh my goodness. You're going to be like, what? What? (laughs) This is what, this is what's up. This is what's up, God. Oh, my goodness. And I'm telling you, ladies, don't wait until that time comes. Give him praise now and thank him in advance for what he's going to do for you. Okay, what he's going to do for you, because your gift, your gifts is not for you anyway. Let's get this clear before I go. Let's get this clear. Your gift is not about you. It's a ministry. It's to draw people near to the Lord, to draw people near to him. Your purpose is to go ahead and allow God to work through you, through those gifts and talents that he's given you. So people, other women can see that light and they can get hope and they will know that God loves them and that God is trying to say to them, you can do the same thing too, just like my daughter is doing right now. You see what I'm saying? Just like what I'm doing right now. Because I didn't think I could be able to do this podcast. You know, over a year ago, it came across my mind and it went. I didn't really share with anybody. It was, it was between me and God. It was between me and him. But I tell you, I felt that tap. I heard it. And then I heard that knock. And so the beginning of this year, I said, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start this broadcast. I'm going to go ahead and do it. I'm going to go ahead and do it because I know what I had prayed to God about. I know what I prayed to God about over a couple of years ago. 
that I want to be able to, to be a blessing to women. I want to have a platform, be in a platform where I could be able to, to mentor, to motivate, to encourage, to enrich the lives of women out there. Because my heart breaks when I hear the stories of beautiful women of all colors, of all nationalities, you know, but saying that they don't believe they're smart enough. They're not beautiful enough that they don't have nothing else to give. And I'm looking at these beautiful sisters and I'm like, girl, do you understand the power that is in you? Do you understand? But they don't. And God needs to use my, need to use me. And I'm willing to allow him to work through me to, uh, to, uh, expose my talents, my gifts, and to be that voice, which is my power to speak to those women out there, to speak to you, my love, and to let you know that you are not a mistake. Okay. You are not a mistake that you are a blessing, that you are powerful, that you are gifted. You are talented. You are a one of a kind diva. You are phenomenal. You are amazing and you can still handle being a top mom, being the best mom in the world, being a phenomenal wife in the world, and also being a phenomenal uh, entrepreneur, million dollar diva. You can handle it all because God has equipped you to do so. He has equipped you. To do whatever, to be, to be whoever you want to be, to be, to do whatever you want to do. So ladies, take the limits off. You are amazing and you have what it takes to be a success. You have what it takes to be, to be, uh, to be amazing and to change your community. Because wherever you are right now, wherever you are living right now, I guarantee you there are a lot of issues going on in, within your community. And it doesn't have to be those who living in the hood. Come on with it. Because there's a lot of people that's going through some hell and fire and living in the suburbs. Hello. Come on with that. All right. So don't be stereotypical and saying, oh, you know, all up in the hood. You know what, you know how that is. You know, they always having some struggles. Shut up. No, it's all over. It's all over. And we keeping it real. It's all over. And I live in the suburbs. And I see it all the time. Okay. So don't, 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 don't be stereotypical, boo. We ain't got time for that. So we got to take the limits off of that too. Being, you know, being a stereotype. We got to take that off too, because that too blocks our blessings. That too blocks us, you know, to go forward and to be a blessing to other sisters out there. God will be, he'll be happy to help you to let you start seeing things in a different view in a different lens and he loves you. He loves you and he wants the best for you. And he wants you to soar every day, all the time, because we are victorious in Christ. We are the righteousness of God. And even though we have made some mistakes down the past and Lord knows I have yet, God loves us. There's no condemnation. See, we condemn ourselves based on the, uh, based on the mistakes we made. And a lot of you sisters, that's another limitation right there. A lot of you sisters are upset at yourself. You're guilty. You feel guilty. You condemn yourself because you made some bad choices. God knew you were going to make the bad choice child. He knew that, but that doesn't change his love for you. He still believes in you. 
He believes in you because he knows what he has put in you. He has put in a powerful, a powerful, powerful ministry in you. And he's just waiting on you to tap on it. He's waiting for you to hear that knock, to hear that tap, that knock, and you to open up and allow him to come in so he can order your steps to greatness. Come on now. So you need to forgive yourself. You need to forgive yourself. And I know what I'm talking about because I had to forgive myself. And that's something we will talk about on the next episode. (laughs) So my beautiful sisters, thank you so much for coming on and um, listening to this broadcast. This This is Healing Sisterhood. And I am so excited. And I tell you what, this is gonna be a phenomenal, phenomenal experience, a phenomenal season. And I thank every single one of you who, um, you know, who um, are listening and uh, eventually will follow and all those things. I already speak it out in existence that this is going to be a dope, yes, a dope, <laughs> all up in my sha-na-na kind of broadcast, okay? <laughs> for real, for real, okay? So my beautiful sisters, you stay inspired, you stay encouraged, all right? Take the limits off and go ahead and soar. This is Tawanta J, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.